0: greetings and salutations beautiful souls mama raven here and papa perch in the house it is the last day of freaking 2022 happy freaking new year's y'all happy it's new year's been one fucking hell of a ride this year it's gone by so quick but so slow at the same time things have changed my life has switched 180 like for sure i've been multiple knees throughout this year you know death and rebirth and death and rebirth and death and rebirth it's been absolutely insane i feel like i've lived multiple lifetimes and Mm -hmm. since the beginning of 2022 where were you this time last year
1: this time last year
0: whatever you feel comfortable sharing by the way people get yourself some water and a snack 18 plus welcome to mama raven's madhouse for those who dare to listen let's dive in so where were you last year Mm -hmm. (laughs) at this time
1: i think i was hunkered down in the house with the kids we had uh we had covid yeah yeah it was it was like the worst christmas bar none last year um only because i couldn't smell or taste for the entire time so yeah that that was uh you take your senses for granted folks i'm just telling you it's it's a proven point it's a factoid be more in tune with your senses because when you don't have them is when you really appreciate the ability to have it
0: right and you don't want to necessarily have to experience the, experience things being taken away to be able to appreciate it hmm
1: I mean I was eating I, I I lost the will to want to eat just because I couldn't taste and it, it was hard because I had to eat <laughs> Like, my go would be like, all right, bro, put something in there. And I'd be like, do I really have
0: to? sound like an alien complaining about a human avatar. <laughs> it's like, that post is, like, you're getting the alien whose evil plant got being thwarted by bathroom breaks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I was hunkered down with the kids, and it started Christmas, and then it went to, um... I think it was like a week after New Year. Wow. Yeah. But we made it through okay. Everybody, you know, didn't have any severe health complications. So, I take it as a win. Hmm. What about you?
0: I was depressed in a marriage that I wanted to not be in. Here at the house probably doing art stuff probably on hit record doing my thing yeah actually i was probably starting up that, because that's the time i started being on tiktok more and diving more into my spiritual awakening so i was just getting to know my deities just getting to understand what spirituality meant to me um Realizing what I, what, uh, very clearly realizing what things needed to change in my life, which was ending my marriage. Uh, which was a very interesting t- conclusion to come to, because with my situation, I dated the guy for eight months. I knew him for eight months. And then we got married at a courthouse without telling my parents or anybody in my family. Oh, uh. excuse me and they didn't know about my marriage until i approached them about filing for my divorce so um yeah that was a uh interesting situation to say the fucking least um but yeah so I was mustering up the courage and, and talking with myself about what am I going to do, what am I going to say, mentally and emotionally preparing myself to stand up to my husband at the time. Because it slowly was going downhill. But for him, all this was news. And I already processed and made my decision when I presented him with the facts of why things needed to change. And then he did three days of doing everything I've been asking him for the last three years to do. To the T. Happy attitude included. And then when I told him, and even that he was willing to go to therapy, suddenly out of the blue. But it's like, no, I, I... You heard me the first few times, and you, by suddenly doing all this stuff I've been asking you to do, that's been a fucking struggle for the last three years. You get it all done in three days. That shows me it's been a choice to disrespect me. It's been a choice to ignore me. Mm. It's been a choice to choose to blame me for things getting done when you just proved to me you can do all this in three fucking days. So for the last three fucking years, what the fuck? You know so you know i don't hold any ill will against him i wish him the best in the world i hope he heals from everything that he's been through and i hope he lives his best life i really really do but it's just not with me you know mm-hmm. and but at that time you know it was hard to come come and draw these conclusions it was hard to admit that yes my husband was using sex as a reward and using it as a fucking bait over my head so that when he finally agreed that we could have sex i'd be super excited about it and i would just run to the bed and be so excited about you know the next how you know duration that passed um and it was it just got to a point where, like, I was, I realized I was being breadcrumbed, you know? And I didn't like it. I don't like being a pawn in someone's game. I don't like people in my life that play these fucking games because it's like, why do you not take me seriously? Do you really think you're better than me? Like, we're all fucking equals. You're not my superior. I am not inferior to you, nor are you inferior to me. You know, we're people who should try to, like, help each other out and grow and heal and give each other the space to be able to fuck up with grace and not fuck ourselves over and fuck each other over because of our own fucking unhealed wounds, because we refuse to take accountability for these fucking triggers and actions and blah, 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 blah. But, you know... What's funny is last year at this time I had no idea about any of this about the way to look at people and the reasonings why they did things you know I was still married I didn't have a restraining order on who I have restraining orders on you know things were a lot different I was still I was still in victimhood mode I was still in victim mentality I was depressed I hated myself I hated my decisions but I wanted to love i wanted to change i wanted to be happy i was sick and tired of my own bullshit i looked around and realized i got myself into this situation and just like icp says it's nobody's fault but mine and it was completely fucking true i was choosing to tolerate stuff that i've been choosing to tolerate in hopes that they would change when they've shown me clearly that they ain't gonna and that hoping this one last time is more of a detriment to me than it is a possibility of 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 anything good and it's not like it detrimentizes them it enables them you know it's not like they get hurt if they hurt you they get off on it most of the time because it benefits them because you ain't retaliate you're not standing up for yourself you're not causing issues or or instilling your boundary of respect that you have placed that they have clearly just trampled perfectly said but i never actually like again i didn't realize this and what was funny is when i first started my spiritual awakening and i was on tiktok a lot right so a quick backstory i worked at a chinese restaurant for a grand total of three years on and off and one of my favorite things to do is clean up the fortunes because I would read them. And the ones that applied to me I would keep and I would put them around my mirror in the morning so I could go and see which one of my eye catches and I would read that for the day. And it would, you know, usually give me a little bit of courage or muster up something positive inside me. So I just lost my dream of
1: You're talking about
0: up fortunes before that, I just started a new subject. God damn it! Oh, okay. So, um, I used to do the uh, I used to collect the fortunes and all that stuff, and uh, yeah, so I, I felt in a way that because I-, I would find the fortune like on the table that I needed to hear for that night like help me get through something i was going through like in the moment so when i started the spiritual awakening i kept being guided to fucking tiktok and i'm like what the fuck because i've had a very on and off relationship with tiktok like you know i'm not huge social media person when it comes to certain things like doing the trends and doing the cool thing and whatever I that that ain't me um so I've had a very love hate relationship with TikTok but I felt very guided and a strong urge to download it again so I did and then I started building a spiritual community essentially and all of my I have two I have two accounts my one private account it has been kind of like a documentation journal of my spiritual awakening over this last year which I think I'm gonna have to go and review that and (laughs) see what's you know there but um I essentially told my guides because I found out that Loki was my reigning deity and Lilith and Hakate came in tandem pretty quickly after and then Lucifer came in and then Archangel Michael found me um that was a couple months later down the road um I told them to send me messages through TikTok like if it was something that i needed to hear send multiple people saying the same message and for like a week straight it was you know what you have to do all of the messages to all these different people was you know what you have to do you know what you have to do you know what you have to do and they're not going to tell you go get a divorce from your husband you know they're not going to tell you you must leave your relationship they're not saying you know this is the toxic person thing you must remove from your life no, or you have to change this you must do that no the message was you know what you have to do what I had to do was leave my husband and get a divorce that's what I had to do I had to get out of something that wasn't conducive to my evolution as a human so that I could find what was and through this year I'm gonna ask you this you know your growth and stuff like that what you would you know you you the growth you've done and stuff but um I mean I've gotten a divorce and I filed a restraining order on on you know a different person because I had to end the cycle of harassment of abuse the I had to I hate the word give up on them but I was being gaslit so much I was in fight flight freeze for so long I was in these narcissistic abusive abusive relationships and they were covert narcissists so i couldn't tell they weren't grandiose in their things they were sneaky they were quiet they 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 love bomb me and then gaslit me and then you know here i am pouring myself into them making pouring myself dry you know running myself fucking ragged driving myself insane just trying to get that love that i was initially given that i fell for that where the fuck did it go what the fuck did I do wrong but they just took away their energy because they want to see you wriggle and writhe and they want to how they have their reasons for doing stuff but it's our responsibility to recognize this and to be able to choose ourselves and to be able to get out despite if you have kids with them or not you know even if they're your parents even if they're your significant other even if you've been married to them for 20 years you know we need to be able to say enough is enough and no it's not going to be this one last time Fucking stop because you have to choose yourself because they are not going to choose them they're for someone to change they need to admit that there's a problem they need to admit that there is something that has to be changed and a lot of people ain't even gonna admit when they've put down the wrong answer if they ran the red light they will argue tooth and nail that they're right they will not admit that they're wrong about the simplest of things much less a personality trait because when you want to change something or if some to change something about oneself you must be aware of the problem you must admit something is off that needs to be changed because it is not conducive to your your evolution as a human nor someone else's you are damaging people you are not uplifting or healing you are damaging so you need to be aware of this you need to be able to acknowledge this fact then you have to figure out where the fuck that came from who instilled this in you what happened to you where's this wound and fucking find your way to heal it the healthy way figure out what's going on and it's gonna take some time you're gonna have to be honest with yourself and admit where you fucked up where that you have hurt people along the way including your fucking self and then that's where you can unlearn on un- unhealthy coping mechanisms that's where you can unlearn these these only things that you know so you are able to learn and implement new things to help you Uh, in your quality of life in your to help ease your mental suffering and to move forward as a human being and that takes a lot which dear listener I know you can do because you're still here listening and you're choosing to choose yourself the people that we talking about more often than not aren't going to choose that because they have to admit that they were wrong and take accountability for their actions and face the consequences. And they don't want to do that. Learned a lot this year. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> questions
0: <laughs> anything you learned this year i guess i don't
1: know oh yeah i learned a lot <laughs> <laughs> learned
0: ah, that was so
1: cute <laughs> learned a lot uh, i mean i fell into my spiritual awakening too this year so i i still view myself as an infant in that um having to dive into this, the shadow side of myself is uh kind of scary but at the same time like I know it's you know I need to take you know that good balance with the the black and the white the heavy and the light everything so but you know it's kind of helped it, that, that it's kind of went gradual so far um, not too much for me to, to handle and, you know, kind of taking baby steps and doing the things that, you know, I'm guided to do.
0: Coming at your own pace? Yeah.
1: I feel like meditation and, and, you know, handling the Oracle decks and things like that, you know, it's, it's just amazing. Some of the things that happen and the the signs that are thrown out so I love it And uh, but yeah I've learned that there are many ways to deal with people whether they're in your family or they're a toxic person in your life that uh, you wish to be free of the low vibrations of that there are many different ways but The best way for me that has worked so far is to let people do what they're going to do. And then react after I've had time to soak it in.
0: Respond. Yeah. Mentally instead of just jumping down their throat.
1: Instead of going at it emotionally like, oh, you hurt my feelings. like, okay, you said that.
0: All right so instead of doing the hurt people hurt people cycle you choose to break it well in
1: essence you have to if you're going to be free from that lower vibration maybe you have to do
0: you have any suggestions on what a good way to do that is especially say you have um say you're in a situation where unexpectedly a very emotional angry irrational person is trying to um you know, do their thing, what What do you do? Do you try to handle it on your own or, or is that one of those things well, so, where you hope that they're going to do better or is that one of those you know it's out of your hands, you got to get authority kind of people involved?
1: Well, first of all, I mean, the first thing is remaining calm. If you can't do that, which I know people struggle with and there's no no shame, shame in it, um but you gotta try to stay calm because it's easy to let your emotions pop off the handle and then all of a sudden you know bad begot got bad and now your snowball effect and now you have this giant ball of bad you know on your hands where it could just be where you stay calm you don't react with your emotions to snowball that effect you're just breaking that cycle we're saying I mean, in essence, um, when I see this happen, it's so badass because that person's just like, yeah, you know what? I'm above all of
0: this. Mm-hmm.
1: This is high vibration. It's lovely to see.
0: It really is. There's some people who get completely, people blow up in their face and they're like, they look at them like they're just this cute little puppy that's been going, bop, 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 bop the entire time and not in like a degrading way but just in a literally in just such a loving way of you just don't know and this is all you know and this is the only way you know how to respond so i'm gonna allow you your freedom to do your thing and be you and then it is my turn to be me (laughs) yeah uh, oh oh shit excuse me
1: i mean uh also you know uh through my spiritual awakening that i've learned this year like mine came because of the you know the thought of some kind of nuclear warfare happening and where i'm sitting is that where i want to be and that was like i don't feel like it was forced but i felt like i was presented with a choice that i couldn't look away from it was like here i am choose right that's the feeling i got from it it wasn't like it was something i could come back to it wasn't something i'll give me 15 minutes let me think about it it was like here's your message choose i chose myself sure did the very next day i did what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. I, i you know started reclaiming my powers and you know, being more confident and just trying to live for me because, I'm. you know, I've spent a good deal of my life living for everybody else trying to make them happy. People pleasing. People pleasing. And it, I do get pleasure out of people pleasing.
0: I think you, because uh, people pleasing in essence is putting yourself aside for the sake of others. What I think you enjoy is bringing joy to others. Well, yeah, in
1: essence, yes.
0: So that's not people-pleasing. That's just you enjoy bringing joy. You enjoy seeing others happy. You enjoy... I like helping people. You do like helping people. You're a, the, you're a helper. That's what you do. You're a helper. You're a healer. You're a humanitarian. You know, you want to see the world beautiful. You want to see it thrive. You want to see people thrive. Because guess what? People are a part of the world and people are beautiful, too.
1: Yeah. I want everybody's vibrations up right get them up yep <laughs> so but yeah like uh there are situations that are going to pop off where you're better suited just reacting without emotion taking the time the split second the one minute the half hour the month to come back and make a healthy decision once you have a problem that arises it might take you some time you know like you know things come up where you have to just double back and if you don't have the option just do the best that you can a lot of people say oh you're you're a really quiet person well yes i am because when something pops off guess what i'm gonna be i'm gonna be calm and collected and right at the source of that problem because i was quiet I know what that problem is before anybody else does. Right. Because I'm paying attention. Right. So, that's where I'm at. (laughs) Um, Yeah.
0: What's been your craziest perspective shift on humanity as a whole since your spiritual awakening?
1: Um... In perspective to humanity as a whole, I think that it's difficult to say.
0: Got nothing but time.
1: Before my spiritual awakening, it was like, you know, I had no problem sitting somewhere and making fun of people as they walk by. With that egoic fucking um, shallow heart. Even cracking jokes and sitting there laughing, you know, things like that. But now it's just like, would I want that done to me?
0: Right.
1: Would I, would I want to be that person that's walking by and I see these two dudes or, or this group of people just be like, and pointing down and laughing and shit like that, you know? So that and i've got a bunch of kids so i you know looking out from that perspective too like do they want to be made fun of or fucking cackled at? that or...
0: yeah
1: you know so i don't i don't get much care for that anymore I've, I've had a lot of lifestyle changes this year like not smoking
0: yeah you quit smoking cigarettes um, like my, how many years were you smoking
1: i smoked since i was 11. And I'm 37 this year. And, uh... Yep. I haven't had cigarettes in, what, two... what Maybe a month?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or longer? Say at
0: least a month.
1: And just happened because, you know, spirits and gods and goddesses, they want, they want your temple clean. They don't want you to be messing around with stuff you don't need. Right. I mean, my diet changed dramatically
0: we've been drinking water
1: drinking water doing home-cooked meals trying to do that as much as possible it's not always viable but you know uh, if we find ourselves wanting to eat out we go to like a a grocery store like um you know They got a little deli in there Got a deli get in there set the family down go grab a a chicken or (laughs) mashed potatoes potatoes some
0: corn and just nosh
1: get get all the stuff because they got everything you need so you can just go sit down and have a meal then when you're done shop (laughs) do your thing we got cooking at home and eating healthier like mango and uh, fruits and vegetables Cutting I, down
0: on your sugar I
1: gotta say though since it's been the holidays I've been kind of neglecting on that right now they're doing a lot of snacking <laughs> but you know you when you get your downtime you got to enjoy it <laughs> you got to enjoy it right. but yeah I mean lots of perspective shifts and lifestyle changes and like one of the hardest shadow selves that I have that I'm I'm kind of you know feeling out right now is that you know uh, greed basically because when you take more than what you need you know it, and it's weird because I'm coming at it from like a defense mechanism within myself like I'm hurting my own self by doing that so like I'm a little upset with my own self about it yeah and I feel like if I were to not have that upsetness that I, I wouldn't do it I feel like I would make an excuse or, or or just, you know, be like, oh, well, the reason why this had happened because, and uh, and if I get (laughs) upset with myself a little bit and hold myself under a metaphorical thumb, you know, I can dial it back into where it needs to be.
0: Until it's a new And then I let up. Yeah. I know. It's good to hold yourself accountable for stuff my God, this fucker held me accountable for you. You shouldn't be eating before you go to bed because I was dealing with heartburn last night. And your your head ain't at the right elevation. And I was like, what if I just have a little bit of chocolate? He's like, that's what got you in your issues last night. I'm like, he's Mm -hmm. like, I love you. I'm like, I know, thank you. (laughs) Holy shit. Self care isn't easy all the time, but it's really nice when you have someone with you that helps hold you accountable.
1: Now, I have a question for
0: Answer. you. Answer.
1: Okay. Now, there's like realizations, there's like hat- forming thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. What is the biggest epiphany that you've had?
0: My biggest epiphany? Oh, yes. that fear is truly an illusion and that yeah that fear is truly an illusion that we are that that society as a whole is an illusion and the that what we are told everything that we're told is told to us to keep us in that illusion and that those who wish to speak out against it to help us realize our own power and our own truth and the reason why throughout history we've been essentially silenced through the most vicious of ways is because when we realize we have our own power that we have this power inside of us that we truly are in this realm as a fucking playground for our souls it's just like a step A tiny step in our infinite souls journey that it would shatter the illusion that they've been that they've implemented that they've put in place therefore they wouldn't be getting the money because they wouldn't have the fear they wouldn't have we wouldn't be under this illusion of lack of self-worth we wouldn't be under this illusion of we need them We we wouldn't be under this illusion of it's people against people you know it's there is no reason for the fighting I mean, yes, it's like a video game where we need to have the enemies and problems to overcome stuff, but at the same time, it's ridiculous. This is fucking ridiculous. It's it's to ridiculous extremes. Even the fucking gods and deities are ridiculous. Another epiphany that I had is that I'm fucking claircognizant, that I'm a fucking celestial channel, the fact that I am a channel to to the people from the divine. And accepting that as truth. Because it is truth, you know, and it's not an egoic it's not me having a god complex because like we all have this capability we all have psychic abilities you can become a chosen one once you choose yourself that's what being a chosen one is, is you tr- truly choosing yourself from a place of unconditional love it's not like oh my god i choose me i'm so fucking awesome like oh my god yeah everyone else sucks because i'm me and i'm amazing like yeah, i like even was gross to even <laughs> You know that's not what it is it's i'm a fucking badass you're a fucking badass too i am a celestial being with unlimited potential and power and guess what you are as well because and and we should be wanting to grow and wanting to uh, dive into this but you know we have such fear of rejection we have such fear of you know, this, that, and the other thing. And what I've realized through my experience with my divorce and going through the court thing with the restraining order is the fact that my mind loves, or my mind is addicted to stress. My mind is addicted to drama. Because when things are calm, my mind's like, what's happening? When's the rug going to get pulled from underneath my feet? So my mind likes to start to create problems. sorry my mind just wiped so being able to accept everything in the actuality of what it is and and daring to believe in ourselves and daring to believe that everything that we've been told is a lie and then going in the process of unlearning all of that going through that dark night of the soul of your entire world changes and when you truly start asking who am i what am i beyond the 3d realm What?" am i? who am i? what does my soul contain? what do i actually believe? you know what is this human experience? what is life? what is death? what is thought? what are feelings? you know really breaking down and thinking about these things and realizing that it's all part of the human experience that we are eternal souls that are essentially like what people are saying we're in the matrix we're in the realm the matrix is what the societal illusion right we're more like in an interactive vr thing right now where our higher selves are there guiding us and we are our own controllers because we have free will but our higher selves are guiding us and that's why we have to give our guides and angels and whatnot's permission because we have free will so they can't intervene because that would be cheating so we have to give them that permission to be like, hey, I give you permission to interact in my life for my highest good and be able to, you know, work with that, work with the things that you already know, dare to believe and dare to learn, dare to discern, dare to think for yourself. And that's the biggest thing with all the information that's out there. To discover what your own truth is, you'll feel it. You'll know it. It's that intuitive gut feeling to figure out what that intuitive gut feeling is and you know really believe in it you know because when i followed my gut if i didn't follow my gut feeling my daughter and i would both be dead right now because of the blood clot that was found in my placenta you know literally if i would have waited two hours and not made left for the hospital when i did you know i could have passed it any time but i listened to my intuition and her and i are both alive and she changed the course of medical history and brought back potential stem cell research stuff you know so intuition is extraordinarily important and being able to learn what that is trust what that is accept my lessons accept who I am and realize that everybody comes into our life for lessons for reasons and that it's not an egoic thing to say that we are powerful it's not an egoic thing to say that we are gods and goddesses walking this realm because we are gods and goddesses walking this realm that forgot that we are divine we fucking forgot that we're all powerful because the societal illusion for generations has been that we're not and any people that think that are woo woo or crazy or psycho or you know whatever and people who combine the religious beliefs are blasphemous blas blasphemers like i fucking work directly with jesus and i work directly with lucifer i work directly with archangel michael and i work directly with king belial you know, i work directly with isis and ra but i also work with bridget and hathor and hell i'm a reincarnation of jormungandr and loki is my my celestial dad Hakate is my celestial mother lilith is my fucking epic ass aunt you know the morgan is kind of just like the estranged like we don't know how she's related but she's like that awesome protector that's just in the family you know (laughs) so and that's a cool thing too i've learned in my epiphany i've learned is that we all have our own personal relationships with the deities like i used to be in one of my past lives in a oracle of delphi so i'm in a direct channel for apollo so apollo is in my life um odin's my gatekeeper he is essentially my celestial bouncer along with loki and archangel michael no one's energies can get past unless you you have passed them um and i learned that once you make a a, a, once you work with odin at least one time in your lifetimes you know he's with you forever you know he may not be active during the lifetime but he's there he can be called upon he's torment you know and he's one of the first few that came up too and you know I, i have all these mixtures of and like inanna and Oshun and there's so many so fucking Hades Persephone you know there's so many from different pantheons that are all together that I work with and so you know I find it beautiful that they all work on the same team you know I find it that's another big epiphany that I've had is that that all the religious all the all the heads quote unquote of the religions um and the the ascended masters who started the religions and things that the 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 main leaders of the religions that people like worship or whatever Mm -hmm. they're all on the same fucking team because all the religions including satanism talks about don't be a dick to yourself to others to the environment if you look at this like it's not what people have turned it into what they were originally meant to be If you look at the commandments, if you look at the satanic commandments, even if you look at the fucking juggalo ICP commandments, it talks about be fucking respectful. Don't be a dick to yourself, to others, to the environment, especially those who can't defend themselves, especially to the fucking youth. So it's all the deities, all these people explaining the same thing in a different way, even science and religion they're 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 two different languages explaining the same thing how the fuck this world works why the fuck this world works what are we supposed to do to survive this world to move through it how did it come into existence what are the building blocks of it science and religion answer them both and a lot of the times The answers can kind of align when people get their fucking heads out of their asses and dare to believe in more. Dare to believe in more what they actually see. Why can't science and and spirituality and religion and the unseen and the unknown combine into one? Why can't science just be the tactile, comprehensible, bite-sized information that our monkey brains can fucking comprehend? to explain this unexplainable phenomena that we can't comprehend but we try to you know why can't it all be the same thing explaining or all different things explaining the same thing in a different way you know because people learn the same things differently Right. everybody has different tastes in music i mean even look at clothes someone can like wearing black But there's a bunch of different ways you can wear all black. You get a group of people who wear all black. I bet you no one's going to be dressed exactly the same. Because they're each going to have their own particular thing that they do differently with it. They all choose black. Does that mean someone's wrong? Because they wear their black differently? No. They just wear it differently. They're wearing it authentically to them. Because that's how they wish to express themselves. Because that is their truth.
1: Let's go to Epiphany. Yes.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I forgot the question. (laughs) I'm glad that you reminded me. (laughs) What was your biggest epiphany you had this year?
1: Mm. That. Okay. (laughs) This isn't easy for me to say But I'm going to say That I am not the narcissist
0: Woohoo That is a wonderful conclusion The fact that you even wonder If you're the narcissist Gives that good chance that you're not the narcissist
1: My narcissist was trying No, no uh, The The narcissist Not your narcissist you're, You're right about that The narcissist was trying to convince me that I was the narcissist. Put me in many situations to really make that one try to sink in.
0: Because, let me guess, well, because I know you, you take accountability. So when someone voices the fact that you have made them unhappy, uncomfortable, angry, upset, you're going to say, okay, let me change this. But when you present the same things to the other person, they're like, ah! Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. I can be for a guy or a girl. That's just kind of the attitude that I get whenever I think of a narcissist. It's like, it's literally like when I talk about my child, I feel like I'm talking about the same. Mike it's five she handles herself better emotionally than some narcissists I ran into yeah
1: I like <laughs> it's to me it was always funny how like they're never sorry they're never guilty it's always there's your no fault. accountability whatsoever or remorse yeah or remorse that was the one that like I had a hard time living with that fact yeah I managed to do it for years but yeah so realizing that I was not the narcissist and that I was beating myself up for something that I didn't even need to because it wasn't truth that's uh that was a pretty big epiphany for me mm-hmm kind of glad to let this uh, past year kind of release and uh, start a new cycle. Right. On a good foot this time.
0: For the first time. Yeah. (laughs) Feels good, don't it?
1: For the first time in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. It does feel good.
0: Yay, choosing yourself.
1: Mm -hmm. One of the difficult parts of choosing yourself is that can't let other people in the way of it no
0: No matter who it is
1: and if you are an empath you're you know if you're a decent person with a good kind-hearted soul and good intentions this is extremely difficult for you because you want to be able to have that freedom to let somebody in your life to kind of help you form what what it is even If it doesn't suit you, doesn't feel good, or it's toxic, or it's getting you in trouble, or it's making you that tired that you can't wake up on time to get your ass to work, like, yeah, you gotta reevaluate. Absolutely. For sure. All right. Well, I got a question for you. What up? <clears throat> so you could bring it in a new year. Mm-hmm. What do you feel that everyone needs to know?
0: Oh goodness gracious! Um, can I have that cup real quick? Sorry, people like the paint skin that is falling. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um. Eclipse has permanently said a lot of things the wheel of karma sorry God. the scales of karma have been set and the wheel has been turned what is going to happen is going to happen and it's how we respond to it not emotionally react but mentally respond as you were talking about earlier. As long as we do our best to do that every fucking time with all the situations and have that active mind and awareness um to continuously grow and to be better and fuck up with grace um and learn from your mistakes and not repeat them once you're aware of them. Um and stay in that victim mindset of why me you know you can fucking do something about everything um as long as you do that you will be good for the next three years we are in the 4d realm during this forced awakening it is the realm of the demons the demons are your friends you are supposed to make friends with your own inner demons you're not supposed to run away from them you're not supposed to silence them you're not supposed to kill them you're supposed to hear them out and get to know who the fuck they are because guess what they are you so you're supposed to overcome the challenges you're not supposed to succumb to them you're not supposed to drown them out you're not supposed to numb them out you're not supposed to silence it out you're not supposed to snuff yourself out you're supposed to Hear yourself out and accept yourself for who you are as you are right now, knowing that you are valid and that you matter because you you because you are you, and that you daring to believe and changing your beliefs that you've had maybe cemented your entire life that you have full right to change who you are you have right to to become more of your authentic self if you realize you've been wearing a guise or a mask or a false suit because of survivability because you've had to because of family because of situations because of whatever the fuck. you know it's it's vital to choose yourself it's not necessary it is vital you must choose yourself if you wish to have any chance at hope of peace of healing of a better life than what you've had what you're dealing with now the way your thoughts are the way that your emotions are that every day is a chance to change that even when you fuck up you can still do better that the only end is when you stop trying and like you don't have to be perfect you don't have to uh, excuse me do your spiritual practices every single fucking day you don't have to go and sit down and meditate ring the bell do this do that blah 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 buy the book because that's what everyone says you have to fucking do and then if you don't do it you're going to hell no fuck that and toxic positivity is real. Fuck the people who are trying to sell you these things. Where it's, I'm gonna magically fix your life. The only way you can magically fix your life is when you fucking choose you and put in the motherfucking work. And you dare to fucking believe in more than yourself. And you find your own truth. You seek your own truth. Reach out to your deities. Reach out to your angels. And dare to believe to be the first. To to be the only. To be authentically you. And discover everything that you can do like i've said in probably every fucking episode on here you are more than you are like you are capable of more than you can fathom and you owe it to yourself to discover what the fuck you can do what things lay dormant in your dna just waiting to be unlocked just waiting to be discovered what magic is there what psychic abilities do you have You know what's unique to you that isn't unique about anyone else because it is you and what do you do about things that other people have that's unique to you like i paint i do jewelry you know i could i i for years i've been my own enemy about it but now i'm finally encouraging myself and exploring it and and tapping into my divine gifts and the divine talents to um increase my skill level Of of everything and have fun with it. I have a painting in my fucking hand right now as I'm fussing, but and I'm fucking painting the chair. Um, but just to dare to believe, to just try to just trust in yourself, trust in the divine. Know that healing isn't linear. Know that life isn't just rainbows and butterflies. That it is light and dark. That toxic positivity is real. That being honest with yourself hurts that healing hurts but that it's worth it because it empowers you and it t- a little hack that i've noticed is that in my experience i know it's a message from the divine when i feel called out yet empowered because it calls me out on the bullshit that's not conducive in my evolution as a human but it empowers me to make that change and gives me a, a, a foot or two or, or a step or two to be able to step on. Do water for this? I don't know where it is. Uh. Oh. But yeah, just being able um to just try, to just trust and Even if it sounds crazy, just try it on for 30 days and then go back to what you were doing. You know, life is scary, but, and the unknown is scary. But for me, the biggest thing that pushed me to try the spiritual awakening was like, yes, this whole spiritual shadow work, magic, potential past lives, you know, reality isn't real everything's a lie path was scary as fuck but what was even scarier to me was staying in that marriage dealing with the constant narcissistic mental torment from who was supposed to be my child's father and just allowing it to happen and letting my daughter seeing this treatment and me going through this treatment until the end of my That scared me more. It scared me more. To have things stay as they were. To have me continuing. To diminish my own life. To continuing. Hating myself. And life. And just wanting to sleep. And have my daughter basically grow up without a mom. Because I wouldn't be there for me. So how in the fuck can I be there for her? And then I'm showing her. That this example is okay. Then she's going to go into her life thinking that that's okay getting herself into these situations that I could have helped her avoid if I would have just chosen myself and taken that harder path so I can be that example because kids are gonna only think (laughs) let's be honest kids are pissed poor at listening or they choose not to listen but they follow our actions they see our actions so if I want my daughter to be on you know be on that path to be her optimal self i must set that example and to set that example there's a long fucking path but the journey that path is the example so you know that empowers me as well and that helps a lot but it's not easy and you need to be able to reach out and thank goodness we have technology like we do you know i don't know you know where i'm reaching right now but if it wasn't for technology you know your guys ears wouldn't be hearing my voice so you know it's i'm very thankful for all of that but i would give the advice of just dare to believe even just for 30 days just until the end of january couple days into March. Just thirty days. Just try it out. Even two fucking weeks. Just start with asking your highest self. Your highest most healed version of you will know how to handle you how you are right now. Because they're you. But an omnipotent you. So they're gonna they're gonna know what's up. They're gonna know what to do they're gonna know how to gently ease you into this stuff but you have to dare to not deny to not defend dare to be vulnerable dare to be truly honest with yourself to the point of like oh fuck that hurt but then you feel free to be able to give voice to those things that only the whispers in the fucking craters of your mind dare to fucking breathe giving voice to those things so they can finally leave you and be transmuted and then you can send an unconditional love and then holy shit (laughs) the things you thought that weren't a burden to you, you realize are, just because of how much free space now you have, because you've admitted something, or you've come to terms with something, or you've acknowledged something. You know, it took me a long time to be able to be comfortable with saying, you know, I, I'm a former heroin addict. You know, I still, you know, still not quite there with that, like, because it's like, I'm not anymore. I haven't been for eight years. But at the same time it's like with societal shame that comes around that stuff you know it's it's one of those like oh my god like what are people but it's like i don't care what people think but at the same time like my damaged wound ego when it comes to that kind of stuff is still kind of hesitant on it but you know i'm proud that i've survived that i'm proud that i am You know i'm able to speak on addiction how you know i see it and how um like my personal experience the the stories that i've was told during all this life that i lived through that lifestyle and by no means am i encouraging this at all i don't want people to go out and do that and it's you know it's not something i condone However, I have a very unique perspective on why people do, or at least partially, of why people do what they do. At least my experience on why I did what I did and what other people have told me. Um, you know, and because of that experience, you know, I, I get to know the steps I need to take to help with reform of stuff, of... Actually, getting the fucking help they need, because most of it trickles down to control or self-worth, or just numbing yourself out. Usually, because it's too much pain, and they don't know where to reach out. You know, they don't want to die, but they don't want to feel. You know, that's where I was at. I didn't. I just got kicked out of my house from my family, and I didn't. I, 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 I wanted to continue to live it hurt it hurt to exist so I did what I thought was best and it just led me down a very quick steep snowballed path I eventually found my way out of it with a lot of fucking knowledge a lot of fucking knowledge and I hope that You know, I'm going to get more, I know I'm going to get more comfortable talking about it and talking about it more because I feel it's a very important thing I need to talk about more. Um, You know, about why and how I got to those stages and, you know, what led me down that slippery slope and it's, you know, and how I can look back at it with gratitude, you know, because I am thankful for all of it. Like I said in one of the other podcasts, I'm even thankful for my abusive exes because, you know, without them i wouldn't be who i am today i want to love who i am and with my giant fucking arsenal of knowledge i have from my experiences i'm hoping it at least helps one person i know a lot of my stuff has helped you and it warms my heart and makes me feel that you know all that pain was worth something you know it's i know i didn't deserve the pain and it frees me up from that too and being able to have that um view of them being their own wounded self and the potential reasons of why they're acting the way they acted or why they acted the way they acted not from a um excusing the actions kind of thing but from an understanding their brain space of why they would think this is acceptable right as more of a curiosity trying to understand them because like i'd love to help heal them and i mean i think that's why i naturally was went towards them anyway because i see the final evolved version of what people could be what their fully healed selves is so i can see that bright light but my lesson that i learned another lesson i learned this year was self-acceptance um was accepting who i am as i am right now not who i want to be not who i used to be the fuck i am staring at my motherfucking self in the fucking mirror who the fuck i am right now that i am enough that i am beautiful that i am perfectly imperfect as exactly as i should be and that gave me so much freedom but it also shattered that last bit of rose-colored lenses because then i started seeing people for who they were as they were right in that moment not who I wanted them to be not who I could see they could be if they just did this just did that just even just a little bit you know who they were or who they are as they are in this moment and I was not happy with what I saw and that sucked and it took me I I'm still working through that you know those people cutting those people out realize and standing up for myself and All that whatnot. Um, And it's hard. It's painful. You know, I don't want to feel any more pain. But that's part of the human experience is to feel the feels. All the feels. All the feels. There has to be balance. And how you handle things is what counts. Not the fact that pain was impacted upon you. How do you handle that? what do you do with it do you transmute it do you let it consume you do you pass it along to somebody else do you try to drown it out do you hear it out do you feel it out what the fuck do you do with this if this is handed to you now what right so you know that's since I've been trying to like look at life that way it's helped a fucking lot but you know to get to these places that I've had to let multiple versions of my old self die I've had to let go of who I used to be. The lives I thought I was going to live. The timeline that I thought the person who was supposed to be my, you know, the the, the sperm donor of my child. Like, that we were going to be a happy family. I was going to be married to him. And we were going to raise our beautiful daughter. And, you know, happily ever after the end. But that didn't work out. When I had my husband at the time, I thought things were going to work out with him and no so like those timelines that i thought were going to be lived i never mourned i never mourned the loss of that those those thoughts those plans that future that i spent so much time on and it doesn't mean it's worthless it doesn't mean it's wrong at one time in my life that was my truth however situations change as time elapses His emotions Fleet and love is a choice and a lot of people think love is an emotion love is a choice with emotions involved you know you and along with happiness happiness is not an emotion it is a choice it is not a destination same with love not a destination it is a journey it is a choice you know i choose to be happy i choose to come from a place of unconditional love it's not a feeling Because coming from a place of unconditional love is sometimes a really fucking hard place to come from. Yep. So if I'm going by woo woo feelings that makes me feel good, coming from a place of fucking unconditional love, sometimes, a lot of the time, does not feel good. So and, and and making that choice instead of just allowing things to happen doesn't feel good a lot of the fucking time choosing not to be a people pleaser versus being a people pleaser and enabling their horrible behavior and unaccountability you know it's it's not a god it's not a choice it it doesn't or it is a choice it's not just a feeling and that's why flea fly flu. Well, that's why feelings are fleeting and fickle. That's a fucking new tongue twister for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just make sure you choose you, drink your water, and please think for yourself. If anything, think for yourself and use your discernment. You know, even with what I tell you, don't take my word and run with it. Run it through your own filters. Run it through your own thought processes. To everything. Everything. Really think about the things you don't want to think about. Don't let it consume you. But evaluate. Reevaluate. Why do you think things you know, the way you do? what are you saying to yourself how are you speaking to yourself is it a place of fear or is it a place of love you No, know, life isn't easy life is even traumatic but it's magical and beautiful and beyond what we even dare to believe miracles happen every day Miracles are inevitable and they happen every day. You're right. What's your advice? For any of the men out there, any anyone out there, any parents? I think any of the divine masculines listening.
1: I think people need to kind of just really do self re Reevaluation right now. Being in tune with yourself. I mean, for me, it's like finding, finding my shadow selves. Um, they they come up on their own too. So.
0: Yeah, they like pop up being um. You've been very good with um, being aware and honest and, and talking about them and uh, letting them um, consume your days.
1: Right. Well, I just think if we, we look inward and we can solve problems, you know, within our, our own psyche and, and our own selves, then... Uh, Our vibration can't, you know, do anything but go higher. Right. And um, also, you know, you come into these other things like fairness. Like, what is being fair? What situations dictate a level of fairness? Right. Um, Being aware of that alone can, you know, you just have to, you have to, you know, be a. I don't know balanced person to wield that in my opinion because if you do it you know you can you have that free will choice to do it for good or bad i think if you you know you should want to do it for good right that's me Hmm. it's beautiful i like it thank you
0: Is there are any new hobbies you're gonna explore this year you think? Hmm. I
1: don't know. Maybe. I know that this year's holds a blooming, wonderful growth of joy and happiness. Oh hell yeah. Life lessons.
0: Magic and growth
1: and... It's going to be jam-packed with beautiful life.
0: It'll be good.
1: I guess one more thing I want to say, too, is, you know, like... We're all guilty of being lazy creatures... I mean, like, we we tend to overextend something that we don't look forward to. Like, we procrastinate a little bit on certain things. And we really need to get out of that headspace in that. Because it's easy to get stuck in it. Right. You know, just take a, take a breath reevaluate
0: and then move forward baby steps if you need it right and quit with the self-flagellation i'm guilty of it too you deserve to be happy yeah anything else you'd like to have Papa? Park? no that's about
1: all i got other than you guys are gonna have to have a happy new year
0: Fuck yeah. Mm. Alright. Well, thank you for joining us on another episode of Mama Raven's Madhouse. Have an excellent New Year's.
1: Have an excellent New Year's. (laughs) Enjoy, folks.
0: This has been Mama Raven and Papa Perch. See you next year. (laughs) Bye.